Welcome to the Thunderstock Show, a collection of valuable brainstorms to enhance your life, liberty, and pursuit of property. As you guys can finally see, I have my guest here, Mark Swigert. Mark, this is your second time on the show. I uh, am grateful you're here. Thanks yeah. for coming, man. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to uh, kind of taking a little pe- different path on this podcast. Unofficially, it's so fun. I'm going to be giving you a, a belt promotion today. So today's episode will be a fun title. It'll be a very fun... For those that have, haven't listened to Mark's last episode, Mark is the owner of Lancaster Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He's owned it now for 10 years and has been full-time dedicated. That's what he does. No day job, no safety net. Cut the... You know, he burned the ships in the harbor, if you will, for 90 days. Yep, and I like to like to say in jiu-jitsu that the most important promotion is your leather belt, your your daily traveler belt to your white belt. So getting on the mat and starting. That's what Mark, I believe, we would say he did in his uh, first podcast we had 90 days ago. And uh, this podcast, I'm giving Mark his business blue belt because we have some <laughs> crazy stories to talk into. And for those that don't know the analogy, you'll learn. And for those that love business, that's great. For those that love jujitsu, this is going to be fun for you too. So that's the topic today, man. Looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely uh, some fun stuff to get into. I want to start with the the major win with just the perspective setting for business. In six weeks, we spent $45 on ads and we got 40 new students to the gym. We've been working together for 90 days. So before the six weeks period, we were talking about what's the offer, going over marketing basics, like who's your ideal client profile, what channels to target, you know, what do you like, what do you not like, you know, core values, mission statement, really large branding activities off the record. Talked about how we want to, you know, what kind of budget we want to spend, what initiatives, built in the process of building a new website. We got a lot done in 90 days. A lot. From a marketing standpoint, but the active campaign, we've done more than more than one campaign as far as, you know, getting a sign built, looking at a new gym location, real estate, walk that, um, even creating new classes and restructuring classes and, you know, pricing, all those things are marketing related. But <laughs> when it comes to creating an ad campaign, Alex Ramosi is one of the best advertisers in the modern day. And his average is for every $1 he puts in, sells $36, 36 ROAS. From a marketing agency standpoint, if we put in a dollar and you make three back, you usually look at that as like a good baseline of success. If you put a dollar in, you make less than a dollar back, you know, you're doing something wrong, whether it's your offer is not good, the market fits not good, or you're just doing terrible advertising. Um, so for Mark's campaign, you put $45 in, the average value of a, of a new student is $1,200, we, we figured out through math. So if I'm going to do this math, and again, I'm going to ballpark it. Instead of $1,200, we'll call it $1,000. bucks. we will even, we'll bring it down. It's like $40,000 for $45 in ad spend in 2023. So that's insane. <clears throat> Crazy. The goal for the end of the year was, I think, 15 new students or 20 new students. 35. You wanted 35. 35. When we talked in, oh, that was the monthly rate. That was about 15 
per month is what we were looking to generate for quarter four um, for just the end of the year going to the busy season and really hoping to, to get some analytics and I mean with again no experience going into this brand new we weren't expecting that long-term play um, to be or to be where we'll be next year at this same point but I mean it's been yeah <laughs> insanity um and Mark's like, do you think we can do it? Do you think 35 is reasonable? I'm like, there's a couple, it's not a yes or no answer. It's like, yeah, if we do all the right inputs, it would be unreasonable to expect the outputs to not actually also be there. And the reason I'm giving Mark a blue belt in, in business is because I look at promoting someone from white belt to blue belt in jujitsu. You have certain criteria. I'll go over the criteria. It's like, you figure out, first of all, like what's your schedule for training? As a white belt, you can say, okay, I can train six days a week. Okay, some white belts can do that. Some say, I can train Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 a.m., and then maybe I'll make Saturday team practice at like 9 a.m. Okay, cool. So it's creating the schedule. And then it's figuring out you know, what works best for you, what techniques for your body style, for your personality type, for your experience level whether you're, you know, a 40-year-old or a 15-year-old, you know, what what's the game plan? You're starting to develop like what's the menu of opportunities that you can do for jiu-jitsu. And then creating a custom tailored solution. I think that's a higher belt even more advanced. But for jiu-jitsu it's usually like okay, I'm going to mirror and model after my coach. It's like what works for them, we're going to see if that works for me. And then it's like picking your training partners wisely. So usually in jiu-jitsu, one of the hardest parts is you might not know people, you don't know who to go with, but when you start, you start training with the same people over and over again, you get this familiarity, and then you have people that want to, that want to be your partner too. Consistency, you measure, you know, are they showing up to class? Are they listening during instruction? Are they trying when it's like open mat, when, it, when it's time to actually apply the knowledge? Are they actually trying to apply the knowledge consistently over a period of time? In other words, three times a week every week is a lot better than six times a week and then taking three weeks off and then six times a week and then taking three weeks off, um, which is still fine, right? Like some people, that's all they can do. It's still fine, but consistency is king. Everything. And then the last thing I think about when I'm looking at someone from white to blue belt is like, are you a good team member? Are you an asset to the gym? Are you helpful? Do you help make the culture better? Do you... Uh, you know, are, are you a good partner to your fellow team members and are you coachable? Like, do you listen to instruction? Do you, you know, are you a coachable person? So that's how I look at when it comes to promoting from white to blue, Mark, what, when it comes to jujitsu, when you have a new student and you want to promote them to blue belt, what are your criteria? How do you, can you add to that? Yeah, absolutely. So I think for us, the number one thing that, that really is my barometer um, for that initial step to blue belt is, do I feel this individual can defend themselves against an untrained person? And that's really that first big step to kind of be super generalized. But all those things Ross said really play into it on the same um, effect in the jiu-jitsu realm. I mean, are they consistent? Are they showing up? Are they making that effort when they're there? I mean, you know, you, the more you put in, the more you get out with this, with anything that you do. So if you just come to class and you're just a zombie and you're just on the mat, or did you come to class, you're engaged, and you're really maximizing your time. Some of my best training partners, you know, I tr 
I would say I train maybe like well, six days a week, but I mean maybe like seven, eight sessions a week. Um, and you know, some of my best training partners are only training three sessions a week, but that's because they truly maximize their time. And I think, you know, uh, as with any scenario, and I think one of the things that you've really helped me with, Roz, ha has not just been here, do this, this, and this. It's also been how can I pursue the knowledge on my own? So even in our time here that we've had, you know, you've given me a lot of great ideas and, and you've also pointed me in the direction of, of resources so I can continue to further my knowledge. And that's a big thing that I see for for my better training partners is it's not, you know, to maximize their effort. They're not just doing it while they're on the mats. They're also keeping their mind engaged and they're constantly trying to better themselves, whether it's in jujitsu or, or life. I mean, that remains a constant. I love the caveat you added when you're like, Hey, does someone who trains now, can they beat somebody off the street? Technically yep. the way that I would analogize that for business is like, does a full-time committed business owner stack up against somebody who's doing it as a side hustle or like a side business, but has a full-time job at the same time? And I would say, just comparing you know you to you, this night and day difference is a full-time dedicated, you know, not having your W two full-time job um, versus full-time gym owner. Well, so you beat you beat your old self up pretty well. And let's be clear, I do have a full-time job, a full-time dad, <laughs> in addition and, to and being business a husband. Owner. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's... That's true. Just the time. The time to complete all those things on my ever-growing task list. I mean, there just there was not enough hours in the day to, to physically do it. And I mean, just energy-wise, being able to give everything to the gym and make sure that you know everything's running the way it should but also everybody's having the experience that they should everybody's enjoying their experience they want to be there and i mean they want to keep coming back and sometimes after working you know eight ten twelve hours i mean i'm already on empty and mm. at that point it's hard to give more whereas now having not that i'm not working that amount of time but you know doing paperwork or doing behind the scenes stuff or playing dad um during those hours i, I have a lot more to give once i get to the gym I, I love that you added adding fatherhood as a full-time thing because one, now your child gets an example of a father who chases their dream 100%. and you know, it's happier overall and 100%. has more emotion to invest in the family. And two, you know, you have to understand that so long in, in business, in the modern world, people have been trading time for money as opposed to trading results for money. Exactly. And like, like you said before with your training partner, if you can get more out of three sessions a week, than some people get out of, you know, six, seven, eight. It's like, I'm not paying you for how much time you spend. I'm, ha I'm paying you for how much improvement or results you get. Exactly. So I would say that to that point, you know, as, a, as a CMO, the number one easiest thing for me to do is come up with a plan for a customer. So I'll create a custom tailored plan. What is challenging that a lot of my, once we've done the initial phase, like the 30 day information getting and creating the roadmap and the goals and all the, the branding, the big picture plan for the first 30 days is getting my clients to, to commit to doing every responsibility and activity, like the boring work. Monotonous. So, <laughs> I think with Mark, it's really fun because he gets excited over what most people think of the boring work. Like he's like, Hey, I got these leads. Like, what should I say? I want, I want to, you know, now, now things are working. Like I have these ideas. 
So we have this kind of constant back and forth where we're engaged in smoothing out the fine details, like doing the boring work over and over again. And I'll be honest, one of the first things that we, you asked me is like, what should I do? Like, how should I fill my schedule? Yeah. You know, it's really important. It, <laughs> that first month, I didn't know what to do with my time. I had way too much of it. I think I spent a lot of it playing 2K. Um, now I, I literally can't have enough time in the day. I mean, it's literally one thing to the next is trying to maximize every little bit of time that I have so I can make it a benefit and I can, you know, not lose money in that time by not working, not completing stuff that's on that ever growing list, <laughs> ever growing. I think the other thing that's really fun too is from my perspective, from a marketing perspective, and I made this analogy earlier, it's like, if you go into a tailor to get like a suit for a wedding, typically for your wedding, you want a custom tailored suit. You want them to check your measurements. How does this fit? How do you feel? How do you think it looks? When you go into like a bigger box store, like a, like a Sears or a JCPenney's or whatever, like Kohl's, you might just find a suit off the rack and be like, all right, that's like my measurements, like try it on. Exactly. But with, with what we're doing in jujitsu, we're building at Lancaster BJJ. And I'm, what I'm doing with my marketing is like, I want to give out all the options on the table and I'm going to custom tailor fit that to you. And, uh, you know, it's really interesting to work with a gym that's normally I work with businesses that are service businesses. Gym's a service business. I usually do B2B, but you know, direct to consumer with a gym. I usually work with businesses that are over a million dollars. Gym smaller than a million dollars. Like that's just normal, but it's like, okay, I can, I can tailor the solution and what Mark has done is really focus on tailoring the solution as, from a gym owner perspective to the clients. And I think that's been very apparent in the last 90 days, like how much more satisfaction the, the base has had. It's everything. So tell me a little bit about the experience last weekend at the, the tournament. Unbelievable. Uh, once again, our best showing as to be expected for the amount of work that those people put in. I mean, it is just, it's my proud dad moment. I mean, it's what we've been creating. Every time we just refine, we become more efficient, we become more effective. And we placed out of 72 teams fifth, which was really good considering we had significantly less competitors. Uh, out of 17 competitors, we had 14 medals, which once again is fantastic numbers and just... Beyond that, it was the team. The team, what we're building is something so special and so different, unique to us. And I mean, that's what really shined through. And it really was that family and just the way that, not just me, but the way that every single person there supported each other. And even throughout the craziness of having, you know, 1.4 matches on at one time, uh, you know, there was always somebody willing to step up and coach. There was always somebody on the sideline of every single match cheering, making sure that, you know, they they heard that we're there su supporting you. And I mean, those things that that far outweighs any results that we got as far as physical medals. I mean, it is night and day watching people go out for their first time and literally right in front of you experience something they never thought they could. Yeah. And afterwards, just watching them grow from it. And I mean, that's what it's about, you know, being uncomfortable or being comfortable being uncomfortable. So you're constantly forcing that growth and constantly having to evolve. And I mean, it was, yeah, definitely a proud dad moment. <laughs> Speaking on the team dynamic, 
what would you say are like the three eyes? I know that's your kind of your core value statement. <laughs> intensity, integrity, and inclusion. So we find that intensity, you know, and it's different for everybody. I have competitors that train at a little higher intensity, and you know, we have our competition classes. I have people that want to come in that just want to f- the, more of the fitness. I have people in there that want more of the self-defense. So really what's nice about our, our gym and what sets us apart is you can really train at whatever intensity you're looking for. And my competitors are so good about being aware of who they're training with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as far as in- in inclusion, I just, I, I don't bring any bullshit into the gym. There's my one swear word for the day. I'm sorry. I just, I believe no race, religion, political, none of that shit. We keep it all out. Um, I just believe in making everybody feel like a part of the team. No clicks, nothing like that. We One of the best things we've actually done um, to kind of eliminate that has, has been becoming a little more structured, a little more formal and doing more, like, for example, we, we bow in and out. And, you know, there have been some mixed reviews and actually at our gym it's all been positive but i've heard um you know from some of my friends i've talked to when they've implemented certain things um just any type of change there's always going to be positives and negatives um but to really see that opportunity where everybody is interacting every single class with every single person that's on that mat and just showing respect to them and thanking them and you know that's what it's about it's me thanking you guys for taking time away from your busy schedule to be a part of what we're building and it's absolutely i love it absolutely best thing ever did i miss an eye you did (laughs) which eye you know integrity integrity you know how much i hate being on camera (laughs) no you're good man um i mean we just we operate with the utmost integrity i mean everything that we do we stand behind we are super blunt and you know with as far as what the culture that we create you know and, and we just won't let a cancer fester and we won't let that culture be corrupted because that's family dynamic that we create. I mean, that's everything. Being at that event last weekend was special. It was something special. And I mean, that really is Lancaster PJJ. It's not me. It's everybody there. Mm-hmm. And it was just amazing to be a part of, really amazing to be a part of. One of the things that I find really interesting about Lancaster BJJ and the business side of it is like what happens when you start putting up pictures of your students on the walls and when you start investing in the ambiance of the gym. Now you do Friday techno rolling where you have like, you know, this, I mean, the speaker that's in there is powerful. It it may have been something that Claire Brothers uh, at one point would have used. Um, and then you have the ambience of like the techno lighting, like you have the lighting, which is an interesting thing and the music. So tell me about like what inspired these types of unique classes. Honestly, we, we just kind of had the lights and we were going to use them for something else and just threw them up for actually a holiday and mm-hmm. ended up having a really fun time. Um, I know the thought behind it is a lot of, or some schools will roll in the dark to kind of deaden your senses. And that's just way too boring for us. We had such a, f- a fun time with the one time that we rolled it out. We decided to make it a weekly thing. And I mean, just the energy, the fun. I mean, I remember as a kid going to techno bowling every Friday. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that was kind of the basis behind that. But we just want to provide a unique experience. I haven't seen anyone doing that. 
Um, and it was just kind of a fun idea that's really grown. And it's now everyone looks forward to Friday. Everyone looks forward to coming in and going to Techno Rolling. It's uh, growing in size exponentially, <laughs> as are the lights. <laughs> now, that stuff is uh, it's nice because you have the formal aspect of the respect with the bowing. But then you have the informal aspect of like Techno Rolling. Absolutely. So, you know, you keep it balance. You keep it balanced. Life's about balance. So when it comes to your training partners, I make that analogy in business because I don't believe there's any one business owner that's like in a silo. You might have no employees, but you probably have someone that helps you through taxes. Or you have, probably have somebody that you know you talk to when you need feedback. And also, you should have customers or else you're not really in business. <laughs> like, how do you get paid? <laughs> so when it comes to picking your training partners wisely, you know, I would put, consider myself a, train, a business training partner for Mark. Um, and helping with the marketing strategy and doing the, the consulting from a uh, fractional CMO standpoint. But tell me a little bit about how, you know, as a business owner, you've kind of grown your roster and like been able to get help and, and what that team looks like for you. Absolutely. So I've just been trying to institute more people, you know, that share this vision with me that want to be a part of what we're building and doing and really ins put them into instrumental components of like daily operations. AKA for us running classes. Mm -hmm. um, so I've brought on a couple other instructors to run fundamental classes, to run, you know, evening classes, morning classes, so on and so forth, just to really, you know, beyond just give me help to also help diversify what we're offering. You know, I, I have a very specific game and, you know, I've been teaching long enough and training long enough that I've diversified to a certain point, but everybody has a different viewpoint everybody has a different take so just even having like that meeting of the minds where i have other people that hey when i take their class they show me a new way to do mm. an old trick and i mean that is invaluable i can't tell you how many times i've found just that small micro detail that has had a huge impact and so it's for everyone else's benefit but equally it's for my benefit and not just again from the the having less work on my plate per se less teaching um, but also from me being able to be a student and that's been so valuable to me to be able to, to have that. And, you know, as we continue to grow, it's just my hope to be able to implement more of those people in, in the right roles. And as they grow, uh, and as they move up the ranks and they improve their knowledge, um, you know, have them take on those responsibilities and let me kind of, uh, as hard as it is, take my fingers off a little more. <laughs> So when people are going through the ranks in jujitsu, it's not all about what you do on the mat. It's how you contribute to the overall integrity, like the overall the integrity of the community, but also the overall experience for others. It's 100%. like so much of it is giving people an opportunity to give back. Like for me, if I had to teach, but like wouldn't want to do the same thing with like an advanced jujitsu <laughs> class. Um, but like finding those people that have that, that sphere, unique sphere of genius or that unique experience and then really giving them an opportunity to step up and, and share it with others is, is pretty cool. Um, versus maybe some other gyms have every class instructed by the same person and it's yeah. just like a copy-paste repeat of the same lesson repeated or repeated or the same way. I, I really appreciate that part of the business where it's like a 360-degree view of like what the gym has to offer. Cool. Another one I want to talk about is how has your weekly activity tracking been different 
in the last 90 days versus as an owner uh, prior to you stepping in that full-time position? Like what, what do your days look like now? Like how do you measure like what, what you're going to do? I know you, before you said you had more time to play video games before because you just didn't know what, <laughs> what activities to take. So what does that look like from a, from a consistency standpoint and like what does your schedule look like now? Honestly, um, it is completely dependent on what needs accomplished. Mm -hmm. So uh, super flexible. I have things I prioritize, um, which typically revolve more around member experience, and, and those always take priority over everything else. I, I you know have days I set up all my posts, so essentially you structure everything ready to run. I have for social media. For social media. Mm -hmm. I have days where I do all the back-end stuff, like you, whether it's looking through reviewing billing, reviewing numbers, um, student counts, so on and so forth. Uh, I mean, pretty much cleaning. I have set cleaning yeah. schedules. I mean, just all those things, um, which has been nice to be able to clean more with more time. Um, my OCD has been uh, enjoying that. Uh, but it's I'm sure just, everyone else appreciates yeah. clean gyms. <laughs> yeah. But that's customer experience. And it's all, I mean, it, it really all depends what I need accomplished. Because then I also have to find time to do more of the bigger picture things, plan things out seminars, um, even just t-shirt orders, rash guard orders, stuff like that. Um, you know, all those marketing, more strategy, more of the visionary type stuff, less of the daily operations. So, I mean, you know, it, 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 I have to bounce back and forth. Mm -hmm. So it's really just what I need done for the week. And I have two lists. I have one, which is a more long-term, and then I have my prioritization list and I just try to knock the stuff off my priority list as quick as I can. Um, and then I do more of the other long-term planning stuff when I think I have a little bit of downtime if I can't squeeze a game of 2K in. <laughs> I think it's so important to squeeze a game of 2K in because you need some time to, you to need unplug. It. To... You need it, man. You need balance. You know, That's what life's about. You need some enjoyment. Not that I don't enjoy jujitsu and not that I'm not addicted to the business now. <laughs> but I people am. that don't know you as well like or for as long – you know, you were a competitive basketball player growing up. You mean you played for effort of high school and then for a long was time. it Westchester College? No, no. I went to Shippingsburg. Played and then, at Shippingsburg. And yeah. then I ended up joining a fraternity instead. Yeah, so you played so I... a different shooting <laughs> game, maybe beer pong or something. <laughs> Wasn't one of my best decisions, but such is life, yeah. Yeah, um, but it's important to, you know, growing up, it's like. Yeah, it's a learning experience. Yeah. That's what life's about. It's just constantly growing and i think you know that's been the biggest thing that i've taken away from this whole experience and jumping off the ledge and i know it's terrifying but looking back on it i can't believe i waited this long and i mean mm. it's one of those things where maybe time wise with covid with all that shit i mean maybe maybe it wasn't the right time maybe i wouldn't have been successful maybe the gym wouldn't still be here so, you know, maybe it did play out this way in my favor, but at the same time, just what we've seen in the past couple of days, I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, and the past couple of weeks has been unbelievable and it's just um, proofs in the pudding and, you know, hard work pays off and it's been neat to see and understand that growth and just hope to continue in some manner of it. <laughs> so tell me some exciting things about what's next for the business. What are you looking forward to? I know I hinted at you know, a little bit of real estate potential acquisition. Some stuff, yeah. That'll be uh, – we'll see. There, more information Stay coming. Tuned. Stay tuned on that. There's definitely uh, – talking about being uncomfortable, you know. There's definitely another big uncomfortable step coming next year, which has been you know, my vision for the past 
I guess almost nine years now. And to be so stinking close is absolutely unbelievable. Um, terrifying, you know, to again, maybe jump off that ledge or maybe just jump down a little bit more, uh, mm. to take another little leap. Uh, but the last one paid off, you know, so it's just creating the best experience possible for my members is what I'm on the hunt and the pursuit of right now. And having averaging over 20 people a class um, for our, our um, key classes or our hot time classes, I mean, it is just unbelievable for kids and adults is unbelievable um, and just a blessing and just truly thankful for it. That's awesome, man. So I'm going to wrap it up. Do you have anything else you want to share as far as that's top of mind that you yeah. think anyone listening would want to One thing, because I think I, my ADHD took us on a little track, that number. That number for the end of the year was 35 people. Yeah. We hit 36 in six weeks. <laughs> Actually, I think it was 36 and a half until I closed those last couple. And for those of you that aren't aware, like that means that we still have six or seven more weeks, seven more weeks the after that. busy season. Yeah. <laughs> so it has been, and I mean, just again, hard, the hard work has been paying off and it hasn't been easy and it's been terrifying. But I mean, just to finally see it all come to fruition and like for the first time, I believe it. Because in the back of my mind, there was always that thought where, you know, I, I'm just going to use this temporarily. I'll get more time with my family. Um, I'll get a little more balance, almost like a vacation. You know, I'm still working, but ultimately, you know, I'm going to have to go back and get a job at some point. And mm. now I believe that I will never have to work for someone again. And I mean, whether it's this venture or the next, um, I just truly believe that I have the skills to do it and just watching it happen in front of me has just, yeah, it's made me a believer. So it really, uh, it's changed my outlook and changed my life. So for the positive. Love that. I can't add anything on top of that. I think that's a great way to, to segue. Mark, where can people find about you and the business? Absolutely. Uh, LancasterBJJ.com. Um, our new website should be up by the end of the week, Jason, uh, hopefully. Um, hash or not hashtag on Instagram, LancasterBJJ, Facebook, Lancaster Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Uh, me personally, I guess I'll put my own little shout out. Uh, Mark Swigert, BJJ. Um, if you want to follow my dad's stuff and boring stuff outside of Jiu Jitsu, <laughs> <laughs> the personal man, the personal stuff, not boring, but personal, not Jiu Jitsu oriented stuff. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Cool, man. Well, thanks so much for being on. It was a pleasure. Absolutely, as always. And uh, I'll see you on the mats. You bet. I didn't know where to look the whole time. I was looking. I was kind of looking at you. I was kind of looking to the floor. I'd look up at the camera sometimes. <laughs>